0: What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's Word and see what He has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, it's another New Vision Podcast. Cloud with you here. And we are continuing on in this companion of podcast to go along with our sermon series that's titled... Uncovering the Mystery. And really, that sermon series is all about Jesus' famous I Am statements throughout the book of John and that theological ordering, really showing his deity of Christ and all these statements he makes about himself, refer to his person, what he's done. But this podcast um, is, is more of a, a kind of, Nick titled this in the staff signups, a free skate. And so basically, it's all, we get to hear from all these different staff members, um, maybe a little more personal stories about them and, and how God intercepted them. doesn't have to be the book of John on in some piece of scripture and some text where their eyes were open, they got to see and the mystery was uncovered. In other words, we wouldn't have known had God not told us. Uh, this true picture of who Jesus and God is and what he's done for us. And so I wanted to spend some time with you today, telling you a little bit about my story and a text and and part of scripture that God really used to open my eyes. And I saw more clearly a picture of who he is. And so uh, all that to say, if you've known me at New Vision, listen to these podcasts for for any length of time, you probably heard some of this stuff before. And I doubt that you will, you know, not be not hearing it again in the future. Uh, But maybe that's a practical takeaway right immediately from this is, you know what, if God has intercepted you in your life and he's uncovered the mystery as it were, and you see your eyes have been open and that story, you, you have a story and God wants to, to, We need to know Christ, and God wants us to make him known to others. And so part of that is our story and being able to share that with other people. And so you should never get tired of your story. You should get get good at telling it uh, and telling other people what God has done in your life. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background. You've probably heard it before. You'll probably hear it again. But a little bit about my background. I grew up in and out of a a different denomination, and I'm not going to say what it is. You could probably guess it, Um, but— you know, knowing what I know now, I know that this kind of, this, this denomination has always been on the theologically kind of liberal side and hermeneutically how they interpret scripture. But certainly so now and over the years, you know, there's d- d- dividing and, and fighting and that kind of, this uh, theologically liberal. And so all that to say, I'm not trying to beat it up. Uh, some of us have come from different backgrounds, but that, that's where I came from. Um, and so my mom, she stayed at home. Uh, on Sundays because she was agnostic. And there's a whole story behind that. But I went to church on and off with my dad and his parents, so my grandma, because it's the right thing to do. You know, you got to do the, got to just go on Sunday mornings. And my experience, and I I don't want to beat it up too bad, but basically what I have, have heard in my experience of church, you know, my childhood years was, you know, the Jesus is love and yay and color pastel coloring books and, love and forgiveness. And, you know, I'm I'm emphasizing my tone there, uh, but that's kind of, you know, I heard part of the gospel and, you know, obviously it's good news and those things aren't untrue. It was just that they had been emphasized on, on that spectrum to the exclusion of some of God's other attributes. And so long story short, by the time I get to high school, I'm kind of, you know, rolling my eyes, you know, Jesus is love. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. That, that seems irrelevant to me. Um, So I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I I don't hate you guys, but whatever, this doesn't, obviously doesn't apply to me because it's happy and be nice to people and, you know, that, okay, whatever. So (laughs) I, long story short, was in high school, wasn't too crazy, but just a dumb kid doing things I shouldn't be doing. Like all teenagers, you know, wasn't into drugs or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, but Uh, I used to pick on this guy because I felt bad about myself. And what does that guy need? He, well, he needs a punching bag. So we got to find that guy. And he was just really nice to me. He kept trying to be my friend. And obviously he was a Christian and he wanted to magnify and show God's love and his forbearance and forgiveness. And continue, he continued to pursue that relationship with me, even though I picked on him when other people were around. And so we kind of had this friendship, uh, you know, I always thought that was curious. And so that drew me in. And then one day I get home from school and there's a a message on our answering machine and he was calling me and he was nervous, but he was like, hey, cloud, we're having a a Bible study at the coffee shop and was wondering if you want to come. And now this was a a coffee shop that was literally right across from our high school and was an outreach ministry of uh, First Baptist Pal, And so this, this place was called, you know, Grounds and Sounds Coffee House, you know, in Powell, Tennessee. That place was just awesome. And, you know, it was a legit coffee house that the church had kind of funded and started up. And so all the high school kids were hanging out there, great opportunity for ministry. And so I'm hearing this message and I'm like, you know what? I really want to go for coffee. And I'm always honest with people that I love coffee. And so like, There you go, I'm in. But just straight up, full disclosure, I thought this girl was going to be there, you know, not pure motives. And God knew that, and I was a bad dude. But despite that, deep down, there was something inside of me that God was like, no, you know. And I know in retrospect, that's the Holy Spirit calling and drawing me to this Bible study. I knew I had to be there. There was something supernatural about my excitement of showing up to this Bible study. So I get there. And it's these two, you know, older youth pastors and a group of teenagers, and they're going through the book of Romans. And, you know, if you've heard me before talk about that, we had a sermon series going through that here at New Vision, just going through that book. And you've probably heard that before, but I was like, whoa, this is some interesting stuff. So I'm going to read that. Let's get to the scripture. Okay. So they're going through book of Romans, you know, going over several chapters. And so I'm going to read for you part of the, what really uncovered the mystery for me. So we're in Romans chapter 2. This is the ESV Bible, and I'm picking up in verse 2. This is written by Paul. He's just given kind of this list of sins and, you know, talking about there's no excuse for not believing in God and that kind of a thing. So here in verse 2, he says, quote, We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Verse 3, Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things, and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? He continues in verse 8, for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. Verse 9, there will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil. And he goes on and on. And so just in that short kind of selection of verses that I'm hearing, you know, my head's kind of tilted. I'm like, huh? You know, I'm not not really... If I hadn't heard it, at least hadn't been emphasized before in my experience, you know, and and so I'm like, whoa, this is kind of cool. And I hate to sound this way, but you know, a lot of other people, you know, are like, oh, God's mercy and His grace really drew me in, and that's totally true. But also in my personal, particular story, it was kind of the opposite of what I've seen in church so many times. In seeing people now in church, they, you know, they went to this. Backwater Baptist Church, and the pastor was, you know, it's got to turn before you burn, and he's yelling and screaming and he's sweating, and, you know, those people kind of roll their eyes, and they're prone to legalism and, and fear and that kind of thing. And so they're, they're kind of worn out on that spectrum. But I was the opposite, and so here I am hearing, like, Jesus is love, and I'm rolling my eyes. Now I'm seeing, quote, the judgment of God, the judgment of God. There's wrath and fury, tribulation and distress. And to be quite honest, as, as weird as it sounds, it kind of drew me in. I'm like, whoa, here's a God who is, like, worthy of worship, and this is curious. Like, you know, all young boys who uh, romanticize the thought of war and explosions and those cool things, like, you know, not realizing the full fullness of it. Like, I was drawn in, like, whoa, wrath and fear. Oh, this sounds interesting. Like, and that's part of it. And as weird as that sounds, it really appealed to me, like, oh, okay, so God's, he's worthy to be worshiped like and so what do i do with that and obviously he continues on but i wrote this down in my notes the gospel is bad news before it is good news and i really needed to see that that mystery needed to be uncovered for me that the gospel is bad news before it is good news and we see this here continuing in chapter 3 paul writes for we have already charged that all both Jews and Greeks are under sin verse 10 as it is written none is righteous No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one their throat is an open grave they use their tongues to deceive the venom of asps is under their lips their mouth is full of curses and bitterness their feet are swift to shed blood and their paths are ruin and misery and the way of peace they have not known there's no fear of god before their eyes and so you know i'm in this bible study and hearing this well this is bad news you know, no one does good. Even when they do good things, I'm using air quotes, it's usually selfish or self-directed, doesn't give glory to God. And so you're in trouble. Like, And I needed to hear that. I needed to hear this bad news before the good news. And so obviously, well, what's the rest of that? Like, okay, now I'm on the edge of my, my seat and you should have seen these pastors, their eyes were like, like we're going to get this guy. And they, they did corner me afterwards and did the sinner's prayer with me, eternally thankful for that. I know where I was uh, when I became a Christian, but, you know, so I needed to hear the bad news. And then the good news we see continuing on in verse 21, but now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. It's good news. And I'm going to read verse 25 again. Whom God put forward as a propitiation for his blood. Now, that's a big word, and I love that word, and, and them explaining that, or at least the concept of it, was huge in uncovering the mystery of who God is and what he did for me, because I saw, like, okay, at least the explanation of what propitiation is. That's a big word, and basically what it means is it's a satisfaction or appeasement of God's wrath. Basically, it's a word, a fancy word that has to do with atonement. So it's, it's, you know, he's taking away God's wrath. It's not the exclusion of God's wrath. It is God's wrath. It's appeasing it. So it's, it's not simply taking it away. It's appeasing it. It's paying it off. And so we have propitiation, it also has this idea of expiation, where the guilt is then removed. And so that word in Greek, we, we, in good translations, will uh, translate that propitiation. Basically, the idea is what I've been explaining this whole time, is that God doesn't forgive us simply for the sake of forgiveness because he's merely loving and forgiving. Though he is loving and forgiving, that's not why he – if he forgave us simply because God is love and God is forgiveness, and like those are true, but then if he just did that, then he wouldn't be just. And other attributes like his perfect holiness and his perfect righteousness and the wrath that comes from that because we don't obey his rules, you know, in his justice, it would be dismissed. That's not who God is in the Bible. And that's certainly not a God worthy of worship and glory. And so what do we do with that? Well, it makes sense on the cross. There's no forgiveness without atonement. And and it all, it's reconciled. God's justice, his wrath, and his, his that rah that we're hearing in, in scripture and love and forgiveness and mercy, it's all reconciled on the cross. And that is what really uncovered the mystery for me. And I, I've never gotten over that. I continue to see that and, and throughout Scripture, and we should never get over that. You may not have the same story, but hopefully you have a story of when you saw God for who He truly was and what Jesus did for you, and it opened up your eyes, and that the mystery was uncovered. And so I hope that you continue to listen to these podcasts, to read Scripture for yourself, and that God continues, as we will for the rest of eternity, have our eyes uncovering the mystery of who Jesus is and why it's so awesome some of what he did for us on the cross. Y'all have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.